In sports betting, the holy grail for any gambler is the big parlay. It's the quickest way to make a ton of money, and that is what we're going to do here every single week. I'm Chris Horwoodell, and this is my quest for unimaginable riches through impractical odds. Welcome to In Pursuit of a Parlay. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay. Season 2, Episode 10, and let me tell you, right off the bat, I feel good about this one. I like the opportunities that are on the board this week. No dilly-dally, let's get right into it. The first game we want to start with, and that is going to be all the way up here. Noon start on Saturday. We're talking about the Arkansas Razorbacks at the Auburn Tigers. We're showing that Auburn is going to win this one a little bit more than half the time outright, but this is a gut pick right here. I'll tell you that. This is a gut pick. Uh, By the way, as always, we have BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of us for all of the latest lines that we're going to use to build this parlay. Arkansas is 4-3. They're in fifth place in the SEC. Last place for last place in the SEC West with that 1-3 conference record, but I don't think that's indicative of who they are. I love this team, led by KJ Jefferson and dynamic running back Raheem Sanders. They are an elite rushing team, top 10 in the nation, 240 yards per game, actually ninth overall. The issue with the Razorbacks is they don't stop people from scoring. They're giving up 32.6 points per game so far. Uh, moving over to Auburn, 3-4, and four, uh, also tied for 5th place in the SEC West with that 1-3 and three conference record. And I'm not sure we know who they are. They've, they've had some tough games of late that, is, that has brought their record down a little bit after that 3-1 and one start. But I also think that this is a little bit more indicative of who they are. Their best player is running back Tank Bisbee. And uh, generally, an okay running team just outside the top 50 in the country at 170.1 per game. Also a bad defense, giving up 28.3 points per game. 83rd in the nation. We're showing Arkansas is going to cover this one about 62% of the time. And boy, I love that. Our first pick in the parlay this week is going to be Arkansas. Minus 3, minus 105 at Bavada. And it's a good number. You know, it's not positive money, but we're basically going even to start the parlay. That's going to help us build as we go. So, go we shall. Next game, 3.30 start. The Illinois Fighting Illini head to Nebraska to take on the disaster of a Cornhuskers program. Looking 3.30 start here. And there we go. Illinois number 17 in the country. We're showing the Illini are going to win this one about 68% of the time. Illinois, 6-1. First place in the Big Ten West. 3-1 conference record. 6-1 overall. It's just a good, balanced team. Chase Brown, their running back, is probably their best pro prospect, though. Syracuse transfer Tommy DeVito has been good at quarterback 10 touchdowns. 
through those uh, those seven games. Almost said Danny, you heard it. For the Cornhuskers, look, they fired their head coach earlier this season. They're three and four. Have gotten better since then with wins over Indiana and Rutgers, but just not a very good football team. Casey Thompson, the quarterback, the transfer, 11 touchdowns, 1,851 yards through uh, through these seven games. Don't really... They're a top 40-ish passing team, 269.4 a game. They're a top 70-ish rushing team, so basically half, top half of the country in rushing. Give up a lot of points, 31.3. Not good. They're better than they were, but they are still not in good uh, good position. Three and four, third place in the Big Ten West. <sighs> Don't like this team. Don't trust this team. We're showing Illinois is going to cover this one about 77% of the time. And I got to tell you, that feels right. Illinois 3-1 as, a, uh, as an, a favorite this year. We're going to go, Illinois, to cover the 7.5. Uh, so we're going to go Illinois minus 7.5, minus 110 at Bavada. And that is going to bring our parlay now two picks in up. Positive money plus 264. Solid numbers right there. Now we had another 330 start. It's a game that's going to be played on the ACC network. Number 10, Wake Forest. Let's find it right here. Number 10, Wake Forest heads to Louisville to take on the Cardinals. We're showing this is about a coin flip. Who's going to win this one out, right? But I don't feel that way. The Demon Deacons are 6-1, third in the ACC Atlantic. 2-1 conference record, 6-1 overall. And this is a passing team. Sam Hartman has been outstanding at quarterback. 1,755 yards, 21 touchdowns through those seven games. A.T. Brown has emerged as a legitimate pro prospect at wide receiver. 524 yards, 32 catches, 5 scores so far for the gigantic gigantic A.T. Perry. Sorry on the season. Also a decent rushing team, top half in the country. They score the ball, they're 14th in the nation in total points per game, 41.4. Average defense. Moving over to Louisville, they're 4-3 on the season, 5th in the ACC Atlantic with a a 2-3 conference record. Malik Cunningham's the guy here, he's the do-it-all player for the Cardinal. 1,090 passing yards and five scores, 503 rushing yards also leads the team. They are a running team, 31st in the country, 195 per game. They are a decent defense. They're a better than decent defense, let's be fair. They give up 20.6 points per game, 25th in the nation. They just cannot put the ball in the end zone, 145th in the country, 27.1 points per game. We're showing that Wake is going to cover this one about 84% of the time, and I'll tell you what, I'm 100% on board with that. We're going to take the minus 3.5, minus 105 at Bavada, and that is going to take our parlay all the way up to plus 581 after these three games. This is, I'm telling you, I feel good about this. This is safe. We're going to win this week. Let's get to... A top 25 matchup, and this is going to be one of the more interesting games on the card this week. 
Number 19 Kentucky heads to heads to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Volunteers. We're showing Tennessee's going to win this one about 82% of the time. For Kentucky, quarterback Will Levis has emerged as a pro prospect as expected. Potentially, you know, looked at by the media as a top 10 pick. I'm not 100% sure if that's his actual value or not. With that said, their passing offense is only 51st in the country, 260.3 points per game, leading receiver Tavion Robinson only has 392 yards on 25 catches. Kentucky cannot score 151st in the nation, 26.4 points per game, and uh, give up 16.4 points per game, tied 122. Like this opportunity here, I really do. Uh, moving over to Tennessee, seven and second place in the SEC East, uh, only due to the fact that Georgia has one more conference win. Tennessee three to Georgia's four, both teams seven and zero. Hendon Hooker's been the guy. Hendon Hooker has emerged as a legitimate day two-ish pro prospect, I would say, at this point. 2,093 yards passing and 18 scores through those seven games. The receiving core has been great as we've seen the emergence of Hooker. They are second in the nation in passing yards at 368.9 per game. That is a ton of passing yards. The offense is just dynamic in general. 202 rushing yards uh, is good for 24th in the country, and 50.1 points per game is good for second overall in, uh, in D1 college football. This is just a dynamic offense. We're showing that Tennessee is going to cover this one about 53% of the time. That's not the way I see this going. This is a lot of points to give up to a, a top 20 team. We're going to take Kentucky plus the 12, minus 110 at Bavada, and that is going to take our parlay now half of the way through. It's going to take our parlay up to plus 1,201, and again, feel pretty safe about this. Our final college football game of the week is 10.30 start over there on the West Coast. The Stanford Cardinal head to UCLA to take on Chip Kelly and the Bruins. We're showing that the Bruins are going to win this one, you know, 80% of the time. Just under 80% of the time. Stanford is 3-4. and four. They are 11th place in the Pac-12. Uh, tied for 11th place with Washington State. 1-4 conference record. 3-4 and four overall. Tanner McKee has not taken the leap that I think a lot of Cardinal fans hoped he would. He's been a good college football, uh, football player, but... Hasn't really gotten past that. They are a good passing team, 33rd in the nation, 273.7 points per game, but don't really score the ball effectively and are only average in terms of their defense. Meanwhile, the Bruins, 6-1, fourth place in the Pac-12, 3-1 uh, conference record, 6-1 overall, like I said. Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been dynamic. Um, and the running backs are, has been, uh, has been as expected, I would say. Uh, 766 yards on 107 carries and set, uh, seven scores. The offense, again, much like Tennessee, though to a slightly lesser extent, is dynamic. 289 passing yards per game, good for 23rd in the country. 207.9 rushing yards per game, good for 19th in the country. 20th in points scored at just a hair under 40 per game. 
and the defense has been solid, only giving up 25.9, tied for 66 in the country. We are showing that the Bruins are going to cover this one about 91% of the time. Weird stuff happens on the West Coast late at night, but I don't think we're going to fall into any sort of trap here. We're going to take UCLA minus a ton of points, minus 16.5, minus 110 at Bavada, and this will be our fifth and final pick on the college football side. It's going to take our parlay up to plus 2436 with three games to go. Moving to the National Football League, we're going to look at the Miami Dolphins versus the Detroit Lions. We're showing the Dolphins win this one outright about 68.9% of the time. The Dolphins 4-3, third, uh, third in the AFC East, though weird, very weird AFC East. Coming off of a win last week, Tua's back. Uh, Tua, 1,296 passing yards and nine scores through these uh, seven games, though he did miss a couple with that concussion. Tyree Kill, their leading receiver, third in the NFL in passing yards per game, 281.6, although that was brought down by the Skylar Thompson era. And uh, pretty terrible running the ball almost last in the NFL. Average in terms of points scored, uh, slightly below average in terms of points against. But again, Tua's back. Tua's going to be more comfortable. Got to feel good about this one. The Lions, on the other hand, the darling Lions, coming off of that uh, that one and one start that went over the Commanders in Week Two, one and five now, fourth place in the NFC North. You know, they, their offense is good, their defense is terrible. The, the story is the same story as it's been all year. Ninth in total passing yards, 249.5. Seventh in total rushing yards at 145.7. And they should get DeAndre Swift back this week. Top 10 in points four, 24.3. And dead last in points against, giving up 32.3 points per game. Not going to win a ton if you're giving, giving up eight points more than you're scoring in general. We are showing... The Dolphins are going to cover this one about 81% of the time here. I like it. Uh, so we will take Miami minus 3.5, minus 115 at Bavada as our first, our first NFL pick. It's going to take our parlay now 6 of 8 in up to plus 47, 41. Like it. Like it a lot. Our second of three NFL games... It's going to be this Tennessee Titans-Houston Texans game right here. We're showing it's a coin flip, though it's going to slightly more times than not. The uh, Tennessee Titans are going to win this one. Tennessee is 4-2. and two. They are in first place in the AFC South. Though there's questions. Uh, Ryan Tannehill still list listed as questionable as of yesterday. This could be the first game in the Malik Willis era of the Tennessee Titans. And, and that is, honestly, I think would be a benefit to the Titans at this point. Houston, not a very good football team, and there's just there's no film on Willis. That running game with Willis and Henry could be dynamic for the Titans. Houston, 1-4-1, one, one, third place in the AFC South. Uh, fourth place in the AFC South. Um... Behind, uh, behind Jacksonville and Indy. Again, another weird conference. They're just 
not really good at anything. 25th in the NFL in passing yards, 24th in rushing yards, 28th in points for, and their best trade, they're in 20th points against. I think you can see where this one's going. This line should not be this low. It's only that low because of the questions about whether or not Tannehill's going to play. We're showing Tennessee's going to cover this one just over half of the time, but this is one I feel very good about. We're going to take the Tennessee Titans minus three, which is even money, at Bavada, And that's going to be our seventh pick in this parlay. It's going to bring our number up to plus 9,583 on a $100 wager. Our final game of the week. We're going to go to Monday Night Football on Halloween in Cleveland. Oh boy. Uh, so the Cincinnati Bengals head to Cleveland to take on the Browns. We're showing that the Bengals probably win this one about 66% of the time. They're going to be without Jamar Chase this week. Uh, they are 4-3. and three. They're second in the AFC North to this point. Behind only the Baltimore Ravens. Dominant passing attack. 278.7 yards per game. Good for fifth in the, uh, in the NFL. Eighth in points scored at 24.7. But again, without Jamar Chase. for uh, they, they say they're not putting him on the IR. So maybe it's a four-week injury. We'll see. Cleveland's been a disappointment. No two ways about it. Two and five. Third in the AFC North. Still haven't seen if Denzel Ward's going to clear concussion protocol. But what makes this game interesting to me is that it looks like it's going to rain pretty much all day on Halloween as of right now. Uh, and this is maybe perhaps a... Uh, me hedging my bets and later on if it doesn't rain then yeah null and void but hey uh this is a running team and it's a dominant running team fourth in the nfl 163.6 points per game and you have to like what they could do if you just let nick chubb and kareem hunt dominate the game from start to finish in the rain on halloween it's going to be a weird atmosphere we're showing since he's going to cover this more often than not, not the way I'm going here. I'm going to take Cleveland plus the three, which is even money at Bavada. And that is going to take our parlay all the way up to plus 18,804. Eight picks, 100 bucks, 18,000 on the parlay this week, and I feel good about it. Ten, 10 episodes into season two. We got one last year. We're gonna get one this year. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for the continued support. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please feel free to comment and uh, and hit smash that like button and subscribe to the channel if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Like, share, subscribe. All that good stuff. Please continue. Thank you for the support. This has been In Pursuit of a Parlay. I've been Chris Horwoodell. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you next week.